Welcome to the La La Land podcast. I'm your host, Lex Nevin. This podcast is me finally giving myself permission to say all of the things I've always wanted to say. Imagine it being like one big exhale. From how I built my fashion brand dressed in Lala, to motherhood, to pop culture, to everything in between, because in Lala land, there are no rules. Well, except being yourself. I am so glad you're here. Let's get lost in our own little world together. everybody welcome back to la la land i'm your host lex and we have so much to talk about you guys um if you've been following along over on instagram you've seen little sneak peeks but this is the first time that i am telling the whole freaking story so if you'll remember back in october I was expecting my biggest shipment of Lala yet, right? I was expecting a full semi-truck. It was my biggest shipment from one manufacturer at one time, if that makes sense. So it was a full semi-truck, completely packed, 21 pallets of product. And this truck was full of reorders that were some of our best sellers that were sold out and had wait lists of Some of them had like over thousands of people on the wait list for them. Um, Pieces that like we were bringing back from the prior fall. So like this was like our big shipment of fall sweaters and Lala, like we do sweaters like that's our thing. So it was a bunch of bestsellers in high quantities. Like we're talking like 800, 900, 1000, 1100, 1200, like each sweater had around that many of each. Okay. On top of these magical bestsellers that I was expecting to be able to get and put up and, you know, hit our quarter four goals and get it into the hands of all these people that have been waiting for them, we had new patterns and designs that um, we were so excited about. Stuff we had been working on all last year that we were so excited to get and launch mid-fall and just like just blow people out of the water like some of our coolest designs yet on sweaters um a really delicious set like there's stuff on this truck you guys like it was just I guess you could say like it was just full of quintessential Lala which equals like quintessential fall cells like we were counting on this truck we were counting. We were ready for the first, like we had it all planned out. We're going to restock this one on this date, this one on this date launch. That Like we were ready and waiting and like ready to go. Okay. So um, I am at a photo shoot and um, Matt gets a call from one of my employees in production and like he stepped away and was acting so weird. And, and so when he like got off a call, I was like, what was that? And he was like, the photo shoot was at our house. Um, and he was like, you know, like they told me not to tell you like to wait till your photo shoots over so we don't stress you out. And I'm like, okay, well now that's going to like stress me out even more. So just tell me. So Matt proceeds to tell me that they, the semi truck that we were expecting today didn't show up 
And not only did it not show up, but the driver took the tracker off his truck. The trucking company couldn't find him. And someone else had showed up to our warehouse to help him unload these 21 pallets and had his phone number. And so one of my employees got the phone number from this man and called the driver and asked him, do you have dressed in Lala's delivery? And he said, yes. And he said, will you be bringing it to us today? And he said, no. And he said, will you be bringing it to us at all? And the guy says, no. And he literally like hung up. And that was that. Like the most dramatic story. So, I mean, we just like... It was 7,000 plus sweaters. It was the most I've ever paid in full for a shipment. It was over $150,000. And like that is so much money, let alone just like in general, right? But it's so much money to a small business that depends on that cash flow to like come in and go out and keep turning itself, right? So like... It's really scary to spend that much. But then once you get the goods and you start selling them, then you make more money and then you can put that towards new product. And like this was this was money paid in full, gone, no product like that was like the part that really, really, really overwhelmed me. And so I almost think that I just haven't really processed this whole thing like I haven't processed that I just have tried not to like spiral because I feel like it's one of those situations, you know, how we get in those situations sometimes where it's like you can either like let it literally like define your like situation. Like I could spiral. I could like freak out. I could be so overwhelmed that I just it just affects everything or I could like let it push me to hustle harder and so like I kind of just ran to that and I was like what do we have coming like what what is here like what can we depend on and like let's put more energy into those pieces and let's really like really really like lean into these and I don't know like I tried to like look at it as one of those things where it kind of first of all we learned a lot right like we did not have a specific type of insurance that covered this type of thing because who even knew? Um, but on top of that, we we just, like I said, like it pushed me to be more creative. It pushed me to think outside the box and kind of get out of like this, this hamster wheel of like what works. And I was just trying to think of it in that sense. I'm like, well, now we have insurance. We'll be prepared if something like this ever happens again. And like it was the universe being like, like reminding me why, why I'm doing this all like why, like how much I care and how much I'm passionate about these pieces. And and like, I don't know. I don't know if this is making sense. I just tried to like frame it like that where it was like, you know, I don't know, like it freaking sucks. And like my biggest fear was like I almost well, 100 percent. I would rather have the inventory like lost, vanished into thin air than like have it being sold at like Ross or something like that's what I was stressed about is like it's going to get like somehow in the hands of these big like retailers that just sell tons of different random stuff. And like I just was so it really like kept me up at night thinking about that just because it's like these are pieces no one has seen. And like you can only get Lala on our website plus like very few specific pieces at Nordstrom and like it just felt like it 
like duh that's just a bummer in general like i was just so worried it would it would end up getting sold somewhere random and people i don't know like i don't know that's just (laughs) that was one of the things that made me spiral um but that was in october okay so since then like the trucking company that hired this man who went MIA like has been such such a joke to work with and I will like call them out it's they are coyote trucking like do not use these people they there's so many things I could say but here in the future right now they are like completely acting like they didn't do anything and um it's truly truly wild but we almost like wonder if it was like some sort of inside job truly because it kind of is the only thing that makes sense but um they have just been a joke like it's been this like they've been like stringing us along since this truck was lost they told us to file with the police department in LA and um so we did and then the police department after like six days said this product is lost it's not stolen and closed the case and kind of like in a way I think it let Coyote off as well like I don't know I don't know so that's been a bummer it just kind of has felt like the police like they probably this is so like annoying to them like they probably hear about these kind of things happening all the time in LA and it's like what are they like it would take a lot of searching and work and effort and I don't know maybe they just aren't into doing it but they literally like closed the case and said it was lost and that was that and it was like this whole thing where we've just kind of been like left high and dry like with the insurance I do have like we were trying to file but like if we got anything it would be so minimal it's like kind of insane and then on top of that like coyote isn't taking any responsibility they're just stringing us along saying like okay file this here and do this here and like blah 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 and like the the shipment's gone right so that's been hard is like every time someone has asked me like if there's any updates or anything about the missing truck it's just like no literally there isn't and like it feels like no one really cares to be honest um, but I am so glad that I ended up telling you guys about this whole story back in October when it happened. I had mentioned it and um, now we have some freaking crazy updates. All thanks to um, I'm going to give her a shout out who listens to the pod. It's just it feels like it's so like as cheesy as this might be like it feels like this whole story has reminded me number one that like karma is real and number two that like nothing is a coincidence I actually don't know if will want me to say her name so let's beep out her name Morgan but um I had first talked to back on Instagram in August after our last Lala warehouse sale she messaged me on my Instagram and was like hey like if like I have a boutique and if you have anything left over, I'd love to buy it from you. And that was kind of at the time where Lala was um, transitioning from selling boutique to being originals. And we were trying to clear space in our warehouse for all of this stuff we had coming and all the things. And so I was like, honestly, if you just get a truck and come pick it up, you can have it. Like you don't have to buy it. I'm happy to give it to you. Like I do, I do truly believe in like karma and that like it would it's it's all connected right so I was like you can totally have it 
like it would help you out. It would help me out if you just come take it. And so that's what happened. She came and got had a trailer and got it all and was super like so grateful and so sweet. And like I was so glad I made the decision to just give it to her. Fast forward. Normally, I wouldn't talk about something like that just because like that's weird. But you have to know the full story. So fast forward to less than two weeks ago. That was the like one of the only times I've had interactions with like we don't know each other otherwise. Like I've never we weren't friends beforehand. We we're just friends from Instagram, I guess. And um, fast forward to not the last Friday, but the Friday before DMs me. And I actually didn't see it until Saturday morning when I woke up. And the DM from says this. Hey, Lex, I listened to every podcast and I remember you saying you had a shipment go missing. Have you seen this before? I'm on a live sell platform. Have you seen this before? Question mark. I'm on a live sell platform and someone is selling these. I've never seen it before. I hope you're doing well. And she includes a screenshot of a woman with her back turned to the camera. And she is wearing one of these cardigans that is brand new that has never made its way to me that was lost or stolen. And this was the craziest thing ever because like this is like our first lead ever since this truck has gone missing like at this point it's that was in October it's February like it's been four months and four and a half months and like I I'm just like trying to move on with my life right like it's just it's so crazy to get any sort of like random little lead at this point and I was said omg that is one of our pieces that was missing can you send me this person's info and so she's so great and she sends me screenshots and says she's a reseller and I found her found her selling it through an app called Whatnot, which like I have never heard of this app. Have you guys like Whatnot is what it's called. It's one word and it's a live selling platform basically where like from what it looked like to me is like you it's easy way to not have like super specific paper trail and it's a really easy way to like just sell stuff quickly and basically you go live and you have it all like programmed and so you hold up the item it shows the price on the screen and people like buy it right then and there um and I said was this the person that was selling the sweater this is so crazy I just like cannot stop saying this is so crazy thank you so much and she says yes she had 300 pieces of that cardigan she said she's selling other pieces on Tuesday of next week and she just got a truckload last night. You guys, I am freaking out. I am seriously freaking out. And I'm like, I owe you so much. This helps so much. Now we can prove that it was stolen at some point. Cause like that's what I'm still stuck on is like this was this isn't just like lost somewhere. Like this is proof that it was stolen and now it's in the hands of this random woman. Like, how did it get here? You know? Um, and she says, no, you've helped me so much. Thank you. And I bought some of them and I have like all the info. Like she was so amazing. She went like above and beyond to like make sure she had everything. And from there is where the ball starts rolling. And let me just say it is rolling fast. So I reach out to my lawyer because we had kind of looped her in on this whole situation back when it happened and I said, we have a development on the missing shipment. This seller is planning on selling oh, selling 300 of our cardigans on a live selling platform next week. She said she just got a truckload. 
We want to send her a letter ASAP before she tries to sell the rest of the goods. You can even see our tag sticking out of the cardigan in the back. This is wild. And it's true. She's wearing, like I said, she's wearing one of the new cardigans. And like, she very clearly like made it clear that it was Lala. Like it had the tag on it. It was showing, etc. So I sent her all the screenshots and all the things. And she said, I, okay, I can get that done today. What do you want to happen though? Do you want to buy them from her or do you just want her to destroy them? And I said, we, we will take them. We don't want them floating around. We mostly just want her to stop selling them and tell us where she got them from. So anyways, you guys, that's just the beginning of the conversation. And um, we just get to work. And what happened is my lawyer ended up reaching out to her over and over and over because that was on a Saturday all weekend and, you know, saying you're selling stolen goods. I don't know if you know, but like we'd like to talk to you, blah, 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 like over and over and over. And she finally says she'll talk to us on Monday morning because she has like a funeral on Sunday or something. So the lawyer, my lawyer and um, my two high up employees, we meet Monday morning for this call. We just wanted to be there for it. And um, she was planning on doing the talking. And the craziest <laughs> thing is like, we're like, so we're just like, going through scenarios in our head and like what are we gonna say and what is she gonna say and like where did you know do we want to be like savage and like accusatory or do we want to be like assume the best kind of vibe like even though we know she has our stolen sweaters but like you know like who knows where she got them and maybe like she clearly didn't know they were stolen she was she seemed um stressed about it in the dms we call her at the scheduled time and it goes right to this number does not exist. And we're like, you're joking. You're literally joking. And so my lawyer goes back to Instagram where they had been chatting and like calls her on Instagram and she answers and she's like, hey, we tried calling. I tried calling you. It didn't go to the right number. It said the number didn't exist. And she was like, what? No, I gave you the right number. I gave you the right number. Blah, 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 blah. And Anyways, we ended up getting the right number, calling her, and quickly after, like, talking to her, you could tell she was at the very bottom of the, like, chain, if that makes sense. Like, she was really nervous. Her and her husband are really nervous. They do this reselling business. It's like, according to her, it's like their livelihood. It's like, you know, their main source of income. And um, she said she gets her stuff from liquidators and, like... She didn't even know what Lala was. What her liquidator told her is that it was Free People, Anthropology, and a brand called Lala. And um, the seller, this woman, I guess she she told us that she was she thought the Lala sweaters were ugly, and she didn't know if she'd be able to sell them. And so her liquidator, who was above her, who was a woman, told her, you know what? Because she had said she had like seven pallets or something and she said i'll bring one of the pallets to you and all this is happening in orange county by the way it's like not far from la um she said i'll give you one of the pallets and you can try selling it and if it sells well then you can get the rest and if not we can go from there and so i guess what had happened is she got this pallet of la la free people in anthropology and which is so crazy because that stuff was probably stolen too you know what i mean um, but she gets it. She does her live. She had like 30 Lala sweaters that night in that first like palette to test out. And they all sold out. I, from what I understood, she was supposed to get 
the truckload or whatever, like three or four more pallets in a couple of days. And she was like stressing because she's like, well, what about like I have to pay my supplier and like. If I tell her, if I randomly tell her I don't want the pallets, then like she's going to like think something's fishy and like I owe her money from the first pallet that I already sold. She said she was on the live watching her. She knows that she sold everything. It was like giving like drug cartel vibes like this woman was watching her. It's so weird to think about. So we basically were like, you can give us her information give us everything you know like send us your invoice like an invoice you have from her so we had her liquidator woman her address her phone number her email and etc and um we planned on reaching out to her next next thing we know um this first woman reaches back out to my lawyer and says my supplier was asking me questions And I had to tell her, like, what's going on, and she wants to talk to you guys. Here's her information. So next thing we hear is from this liquidator. I'm, like, purposely not saying their names, okay? Um, We find out that the original woman selling the sweaters got them from another woman who had five pallets. She only sold to one other person besides this other person. So basically, she had given them to the woman who was live and another woman. Four pallets are still intact. The last one has been partially pulled apart, but will be put back in pallet form for transport. She wants no money and is willing to take a total loss. She just wants them out of her warehouse. She wanted some assurance that we would not press charges. We said we'd send her an email saying how cooperative she had been. So she and then this woman also was like, I'll give you my supplier so you can reach out. That's like, that's who I got them from. So this woman very quickly was like, oh, shit, (laughs) I am going to get all this back to you. And luckily she had it sounds like she only had five pallets. Four of them hadn't even been like opened yet. And the other one had just been partially open. And that's why this first woman had like 30 sweaters. And then this other woman had like 40 or so. That was like crazy because we didn't expect it to be that smooth at all, especially because it sounded like this woman was like. I don't know, like we were kind of like nervous that she was going to be like scary and intense. And I don't know. That's how this other woman made her sound. So that is the crazy part. So from there, she um, gives us her supplier and her number and says, please let me know what other information you need from me and I will make myself available. I will send you pictures and a unit count by 4 p.m. if not earlier. So she literally is like, on it like does not want this she is freaking out that it's stolen and that we know and she wants it out so we're like oh my gosh okay we have five pallets like five pallets is better than nothing five pallets of 21 like it is a small part but like it's at this point we we counted this a loss like we never thought we'd see these sweaters again so like at least we know we have some of them right So the next situation is my lawyer then reaches out to the next supplier. So this is the third woman up in the in the chain. Um, She lets her know the situation and she confirms that she has more pallets. She won't tell us how many. And she says that she has an attorney and so we'll need to work through her attorney. But she is very unhappy that she has stolen goods and she's never had anything like this ever happen. So she says she was very nervous. And after she said, we 
would only communicate through her attorney. So we're like, oh my gosh, she has more palettes. But like, we don't know the vibe. Like, what's the vibe? So crazy though. But like this to me was like, I was like tearing up at this point. Like I just couldn't even believe that like we had this much movement in this case that's been like stagnant since the beginning, right? It's like she has more palettes. That means we're going to hopefully be getting more than five palettes. Like we're already grateful for the five, but there's more like this is amazing. She's so worried that they're stolen. It's kind of seeming like she's going to do the same thing the other woman did where she's like, I want these gone. So we get an email from her lawyer. This is what it says. My client has 16 palettes of Dresden Lala merchandise and is eager to transfer it back to Dresden Lala as soon as possible. Please advise how you'd like to facilitate, facilitate the transfer back to your client. And then my lawyer says that's all 21 palettes. Full body chills. Like I have full body chills even just reading this again. I cannot believe we have found all 21 palettes at this point. Like, can you believe it? I'm going to start crying again. I literally, like, cannot stop crying. Um, it's just craziness. Like, it's truly insane that we went from, like, such a loss and me just, like, really trying to, like, not let it affect me, honestly, and, like, just carry on. But, like, it at this point, like, when I read this text, I'm, like, crying because I think... I just think I had been like avoidant with the whole situation. And I don't know, like, I don't know, like, what what are you supposed to do in that situation? You know, like, I think I was just trying to like really stay positive, especially like I'm the leader of my team. And so like the way I respond is going to be that it's going to affect like them, too. And so I think I just was really trying to stay positive and like just carry on, you know, and, like, I don't know if this is a lesson in manifestation. I don't know because, like, I never thought they were stolen. And I really tried to, like, I mean, I never thought they were, like, gone forever. But I also, like, I, I would try to imagine them, like, us eventually finding them. But, like, it got to a point where, like, I truly didn't believe that. But I think, I think a part of the, like, just trusting is a huge part of it, right? Like, they say that, like, with manifestation and just, the law of attraction in general, like it's very much you don't want this like desperate energy. Basically, whatever type of like energy you put out is like what you're going to get back. And the desperation and the like needing and the I don't know, like I don't know how it would have been if I acted like that. But I truly tried to just like trust the process. And I think that like that trust that everything will like work out worked out in my favor this time. I don't know, you guys. It's so crazy. Um, the crazy part too is like we wouldn't have found these without we wouldn't have found them. We would have had no idea they would be getting sold. That's crazy to me too, is like they it's four months. It's been four freaking months that these sweaters have been missing and they are just barely starting to circulate. And the cool and most insane part of it all is like all these pallets are still intact. There was only one pallet that had started to get broken into and that was only a few boxes that were opened. So it's literally just as it would have been if it arrived to us. It's in our boxes with our SKUs, with our tags and individually packed, still palleted, palletized. Like it couldn't, 
We're missing, so all in all, there was about 7,000-something sweaters, and we did the math, and there's about 30 or 40 that we're missing, but like 30 or 40 sweaters out of 7,000, I will freaking take it and run. Like, these are sweaters that just a mere seven days ago, I thought were gone forever, and now they're here. And the craziest part is, like, we ended up reordering the sweaters with my vendor, but I was really scared and just overwhelmed at like the cash flow loss at that point. So we ordered like really small numbers. And we also knew that like if we place this order now, like I think we ended up ordering them in November or so after we kind of realized that we probably wouldn't be seeing the other ones. Um, we realized that like those wouldn't show up until like February. So that's the thing that really, really sucked is like not having it during like prime fall season. But like, you know, whatever, like we're re- we reordered, we did I'll literally like a third or fourth of some of the numbers of some of the other ones. Some of them we didn't even re- we didn't even order because like I was just feeling really nervous and unsure of the whole situation. And so the crazy thing is yesterday we got the first five pallets that were on their way to us from the first two women. And then that was just wild. Like I can't even describe the feeling like seeing them arrive and opening them up and like seeing the sweaters. You guys are going to freaking cry. Like some of them. This is so embarrassing. Some of those sweaters, like, I had never even, like, seen or touched. We had, like, gone back and forth, and we had seen swatches, but, like, we didn't even, like, see the final product. And then the ones that we were waiting on that, like, we had planned to launch, like, seeing them and taking them out of the boxes and touching them and, like, truly, like, I was, like, hugging the boxes, like, like, welcome home to mama. I just... I could not believe it. So that was really, really cool yesterday. And then today we received the other 16, I think it is, pallets. And now we have everything here, like safe. And I just never saw this coming. You know what I mean? I just, I truly can't believe it. They were so organized. They sent us like a manifest, which had like each palette and what was on each palette. Just so like just worked with us and went above and beyond. And like, let's be honest, the reason why all these women were freaking out, especially as we got higher and higher up the chain, is like there's a probably a really good chance they have warehouses full of stolen stuff like you the first live with the free people in anthropology and Lala, like I guarantee that stuff was stolen too or lost as they like to say. Um, And I think that's like the way that these truck pirates make it work is they like, there was like this whole process we came up with. I'm probably going to say this wrong. And I know my lawyer listens to the pod, but she's probably like screaming right now. But like the driver that was driving our original truck wasn't a U.S. citizen. So I guess they had hired him under the table So that's like a big part of it, too. But then also they go and they drop the shipment off at some abandoned warehouse. And then from there, the tenant hasn't paid their rent in so long that the warehouse owner then becomes the owner of the merchandise. But then the the this person, the warehouse owner, is the one who's like involved in the like the scheme. So, like, then they liquidate it to people and, like, it's a whole thing. I'm sure it's a whole thing. But the really upsetting part of all is, like, the original police department that we filed the report with, like, they didn't care. Like, they really didn't care. We ended up calling them and letting them know that we had a lead and, like, 
it was kind of almost like, what do you want us to do? So we ended up calling the police department that was in the same city as the first woman that we found on the live. And they were actually willing and ready to like go meet at her house to like get them. But we ended up just like going through. And the thing is, is like, I don't know. I don't know what what all these women are doing. Like, I don't know if they know that they're stolen. I don't know if maybe some of them don't know, but some of them do know, like, depending on where they're at in the in the freaking chain of command. But like at the at the end of the day, I think we all were just like, like, I just wanted my sweaters back. And these women are just trying to freaking take care of their families, you know, put food on the table. And I don't know, like that might be like such a weird thing to say and like you might not agree how we went about this but like for me I'm just so happy to have my sweaters back and that it was able to happen so smoothly and I truly think it's like a lesson in energetics and karma and just like trusting the universe which is so much easier said than done it really really is um But to me, there was just like too many synchronicities and like little things along the way that it was like it was like this was supposed to be the plan all along. And I still don't know why. Like, I don't know why it's February and now I have. Oh, this is what I was going to tell you guys. So we get this. We got the 16 pallets today and tomorrow we happen to get the reorder of the lost sweaters. So that order that we replaced for smaller amounts we're getting tomorrow. So (laughs) I don't know. Now I'm just trying to figure out like what I'm, you know, I'm going to have 7,000 plus the reorder what was like a few thousand sweaters to sell. Now we got some serious sweaters going on, Um, but they're so gorgeous. They're, they're just, they're ready. They're ready to go to their owners. And um, yeah, like, honestly, you guys just thank you so much. Like, I don't know, like, I didn't know if I would talk about this on my podcast and it just kind of happened that I ended up like telling you guys and like I'm so glad I also followed that ping because then and like this wasn't the first person who had tried to help. I've received other messages from some of you guys like offering advice and like knowing people that lived in certain places and like I'm just so glad that I I just have full body chills right now you guys. I have cried way too many times today. I do not want to start crying again. I'm truly, truly so grateful for you guys. Like, I don't know. I I think you might know or you could you probably have heard me over the last year. It's been um about a year since I it's actually been over a year since I started the podcast, which is cool. One year anniversary. But um I've had this like such the such internal struggle um of like am I supposed to keep doing the podcast or am I not? I felt so called to do it in the beginning. I really, really did. And um, just the past year, because it isn't bringing in money, it's strictly for fun um, and like an outlet for me in that way. It always, It's always on the back burner and it also always becomes a thing where it's like when I have so much going on, it's, it can sometimes really overwhelm me. And like not to sound ungrateful or anything, because like when it comes down to recording it and doing it and like connecting with you guys, oh, my gosh, like I love it. I love it so much. And I think if this was all I was focusing on, like I think it would be different. But it's just continued to kind of be a thing that comes up for me where I'm like, really, I'm like, I don't know 
I don't know like if I'm supposed to keep doing it. And now I like truly believe I was supposed to keep doing it because you might remember also that I took the month of August off last year and I really was contemplating not coming back um, just due to overwhelm and mom guilt and all the things. And um, I ended up coming back and I didn't really know why, but I just like got this, like I got reinvigorated, invigorated and excited about it. And like, I just, I think that that's like a huge part of it is like this whole situation because we would not have found these if it wasn't for this community and just this magical exchange of energy and friendship and love we have going on. So just, I'm just feeling like, I don't know. Everything is like working out the way it's supposed to. You know, that's kind of what I'm feeling. So I don't know. We'll 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 see if my story changes, but I'm just I had to get on. I had to fill you in. So many of you have asked for updates along the last four months and I just I had to update you. Um and yeah, I mean I would love it if when you see me launching all these sweaters here in the next little bit, you come and comment and freaking like you're a part of the rogue truck gang like like you know you're this is you too like we're doing this together now um anyways that's the story and yeah yeah that's what we're gonna do this week we're just gonna stop there and um i'll talk to you really soon okay love you bye